0: What's going on everyone? Welcome to the fit, healthy, and most of all happy podcast. I'm your coach and host Josh, and I am fired up to be here with the co-host. And I'm KG, and I'm even more fired up. And he is in the house, as he always says. And the reason we're so fired up is because we're coming at you with seven ways to boost your energy. And these aren't just some silly ways. These are seven ways that are guaranteed to do it. So if you've been feeling like you've been losing energy midday, you just get wiped, you can't get it back and you just can't get to where you want to be, implement these seven things, and I promise you it will radically change your life. And don't overlook the small ones, just focus on the big ones because these work hand-in-hand hand to help you be more energized and more fired up for the day. So I'm going to go ahead and kick this off with a rather obvious one, and then we're going to get into some more fun ones as we advance on. So make sure you tune into this whole episode. Episode, But number one is exercise. And you probably think, I already go to the gym. Like, what? This isn't helpful to me bear with me. You know, there's an interesting thing with exercise in particular, where when you work out, you get endorphins, you get that mental rush, you feel good. We say motion is lotion for a reason. Blood flow really just helps muscles feel loose. You know, if you've ever been really sore, you get out to the gym and all of a sudden you feel good or really tired, you go out on a walk and you feel better. So one thing I like to do that I find really helps with this and will actually provide you more energy is having a consistent workout schedule. If you just go whenever you feel like it, a, you're never gonna go. B, you're gonna go and not feel your best. For instance, I did some poor planning yesterday. I did like a spa day for the whole morning. I was there from like nine to two, in and out of saunas, cold waters, all these different things. And then I'm like, I guess I need to go to the gym now. I know I do bad going to the gym in the afternoon. I just couldn't get into it. I was going through the motions and it really made me realize, man, this is hard. Like I'm cheating and I have it easy by just going the same time every day. And I know a lot of people say, well my schedule changes, that's hard, but you need to create some kind of schedule and really understand when you do the best, whether it be the morning, whether it be night, if you really struggle when there's a lot of people in the gym, the more you can make it easier for yourself to consistently get in that exercise, You know, however many days a week, for me it's five, the better you'll feel. And I find too, like when I'm over-energized and I haven't done much, I feel worse, like it's weird. It's like I'm charged up with no outlet for this energy, but when I have that consistent time in the gym, I get the endorphins, I feel good, My relaxes my body, and it allows me to have more focus for my work. And just the same, walking very often, especially at a low pace, will actually net you more energy than you'll use, which is crazy, and the reason for this not in the sense of calories but in the sense of how you feel it's from blood flow it's from moving it's from endorphins it's amazing how just getting out and moving can make you feel better like Exercise and energy expenditure in that regard will actually give you more. I had one client, um, you know, she was a landscaper, she was crushing. She said every day she just feel destroyed at the end of the day and couldn't do anything. She was moving so much, and you know, she's mentioned heard me mention before walk, but didn't want to use more energy. I said, just trust me, try it. And the best was I got a message right after, like, wow, this is crazy. It's the last thing I thought I would have needed, but it's amazing how it felt better and like this could be a time for relaxation this could be a time for an audiobook this could be just you being alone thinking so try this you know try and do more try and say yes to more energy and activity because very often we think we need to relax and rest with things like netflix and scrolling instagram they actually derive us of our energy and our drive but very often when you get out and you do it you feel better when i go out and i've already been to the gym i've been on a walk and i agree to go mountain biking and then i say yes to an extra game of hockey or i go play volleyball it's amazing like when you're on the go like i'm sure we've all been there and i'm spending more time on this because you know when you're just going from place to place you just feel good you feel at the end of the day like ah, and then you have a good sleep and you feel better you know whereas those days you kind of just sit around it's just. It's a weird feeling, so I really wanted to lean into this one because it's obvious, but a lot of people neglect kind of the smaller components of it. So definitely keep this one on the top of your mind.
1: Yeah, and it's so easy to just be like, oh, I don't have the energy for it, but like, yeah, that's how you gotta you gotta do it to so get the energy, and it's so powerful. Even myself, like, if I work out in one way or another three times in one day, I will feel a hundred times more energized than when I do no workouts. It's just crazy. Like, spend some time to actually think, like, how do I feel right after I do this thing, um, or you know, an hour after I do this thing. It it'll go such a long way. It may not feel like the absolute craziest thing for the first time, but the longer you do it and the more consistent you do it, the better you're going to feel for sure. And that's going to bring us into number two, which is just sun exposure. First thing in the morning, you know, there's just, there's so many different studies, you know, and especially, I mean, obviously sunlight helps boost the chemical, which is serotonin, which will actually give you more energy, helps you stay more calm, more positive, more focused, so many amazing things. And, you know, I think where a lot of people, so of course, in the morning just the way that the sunlight hits you is one of the most powerful things i don't exactly know the time frame but it's anywhere between 6 and 8 a.m i know it will change based off of you know just the season that's in and everything like that but i will say the sun is so incredible at that time but i will say a lot of times people like oh well it's not as sunny i may not go out and you know i don't want to go out and stuff like that but it still hits like incredible just being outside spending time in nature having that consistent morning walk like no matter what seven days of the week i'm going out for some sort of walk and even you I was bringing my dog to Josh's. So I, today, so I was like, I don't need to do as much. So instead of the 20 to 30 minute walk, I brought it down to 10 to 15, maybe like 12 minutes or something. But even though like some people are like, Oh, well, what's the point? You're not going for that long. Like that alone boosted my day. It allowed me to just feel so much better getting into my workout as I was driving towards his house. Um, as I was, you know, about to get into my morning routine, going on that consistent morning walk, whatever time frame it is, will give you so much more energy. And like, there's times I'm like, ah, oh, I don't want to do this. You know, I, you know, I kind of have to, force myself. And then when I come back and I'm about to jump onto my laptop, I'm like, I'm so glad I did that. Even though it's nothing crazy. It's not like I'm going out for an hour. It's not like I'm lifting some crazy heavy weights, but that alone goes such a long way. And then the other biggest thing is just spending time in nature. It is incredible how that can boost your energy and how much better you feel like I've never gone into a forest or gone outside in some sort of nature, whatever that looks like for you and be like, wow, I, I really regret that. I don't feel any better here. Like it's just, it doesn't happen. I feel incredibly good. And even just one other thing is even limiting the screen time at night. Um, also kind of, you know, will will be a great little takeaway and a great little tip to add on here. Um, and just, you know, even just when, when it comes down to it, that can actually drain your energy. Even just the, the sleep quality will be a lot worse. There's so many different studies that say you should be limiting screen time. And, uh, a lot of people just don't think about it. They're just like, Oh, I'll be fine watching my Netflix show. And then when they don't have as much energy, like there's obviously it's not just one thing that will make it. There's a lot of combination of things, but this is definitely one thing that you should avoid that will, uh, give you some more energy long-term for sure.
0: Yeah, you know, even in Tools of Titans, they spoke about just the power. The best thing you can do is actually get outside feel the sun on your skin and you can only do this in warm places and as minimal clothing as possible obviously you don't want to be walking out like butt naked if you're like at a condo and you got neighbors and stuff I, I remember my friend's condo you there's always one naked dude that would stretch and it's like why do you need to be that person but first thing in the morning you know even if you get a shirtless sports bra whatever feel the sun on your skin on a nice morning i realize it's not possible in the winter and maybe you'll be out walking in the dark into the sunrise but our bodies have natural rhythms right and by actually Actually experiencing the sunrise and feeling the sun on your skin it's amazing how it charges you up and it wakes you and you just kind of feel in line with the earth and its times and it's really amazing how it works just the same as i'm sure we've all been out we've seen the sunset it's gotten dark and you start yawning and you're feeling tired it's amazing how that works and you're kind of manipulating that system by waking up shoving your screen in your face you know turning on all the lights you know doing all these different things when you're not really experiencing you know the natural benefit of sun and some other things you can do you can get a specific type of light that emulates the feeling of sunlight to give you more warmth it's not going to provide vitamin d obviously but that's going to go a long way for me i just go on a walk with my dog every morning i understand that's hard to do especially when you get out of bed and you don't have necessarily all the time to wake up so i jump out of bed have some water and then I go out on that walk and it might be harder the first few times, but when you do it consistently, when I've been doing it weeks consistently, it's effortless for me. It's those days you know, where I take a break and I take two days and that's when it gets hard. So this is a big one and it's an easy one to overlook. But even if, you know, first thing in your room, your office, you can open your windows, you can see that sunlight, that helps a lot too, but I do find the best thing is to actually get outside. And that brings us into number three, which is learning how to eat for energy. So first things first, you know, high protein in general is gonna, a diet consistent of high protein is gonna give you more energy. This is a nutrient that's been proven to actually have the best effect on it. You know, carbs obviously will be a great source of energy as well, and fats are really good for the slow burning principles of it, but a high protein diet has shown that individuals who eat it have more energy and have more satiety, meaning when you're feeling more satisfied, feeling less hungry, you're more focused, and you can perform better. Just the same, another way to eat for high energy is to limit massive meals. Think of the Thanksgiving principle. You've had a Thanksgiving meal. You're tired, you're bloated, you just wanna lay down and digest. And I love eating big meals, this is the keyword is massive i'm not saying big meals i'm saying massive meals for today lunch i had a big meal i still felt good i kind of know what my limit is where we really struggle is when we eat like 70 percent of our calories in one meal you're just not going to feel good and sometimes you're going to say i'm going to have a little bit less i'm going to pace things out i'm going to spread it and you'll actually find you have more success there the next big thing is to always drink water before you eat the reason for that is to make sure a you're hydrated and b that you don't mistake thirst for hunger, you know this is a common mistake and you can actually fill your belly more with water and eat a more reasonable amount of food so you therefore have more energy. Next up is to know how food affects you. So if there's certain foods that really just bring you down and they don't make you feel good, I know when I have like really sugary things I just personally don't feel the best. I know Kyle likes sweets, he works them in moderately and he has no problem. Everyone's different right and then there's some other people they're like oh when I eat a lot of carbs I feel really sluggish and dead. Some people are like give me all the carbs They charge me up they energize me. I have a diet higher in carbs So just really analyze experiment with different foods experiment with different portions Just the same as some people can eat go right to the gym be totally okay Some people need three hours to digest you really need to kind of get to know you My next biggest tips for energy is to stop snacking on foods you cannot control and what I mean by this is I know i can't just have a few chips out of a bag of chips or a bowl of chips so i make the conscious effort to avoid them altogether especially at gatherings you know all the time too there'll be like Mini cupcakes, and you know, very often you're like, "Oh, I'll have one of these." You grab it, and then before you know it, you've had two, you've had four, you feel horrible, and you've overhad it. So, you're really analyzing that, and even being conscious of what you're bringing into the house, where you're shopping, all these things are going to give you um, give you an advantage because a lot of energy does come down to diet. And when people know they're in a, di- a dialed-in diet, they're doing the 20 rule: eighty percent healthy, twenty percent fun. They're feeling really good. And then, last but not least. This is a general rule of thumb that's gonna change for so many different people, but really limiting nighttime eating. You know, a lot of people say nothing good happens after 8 p.m. That's usually when people are going out doing things they shouldn't, they're overeating, they're watching too much Netflix. You know, let's be honest with ourselves. And this isn't to say, it's 8 p.m., you have a dinner plan, do you have any food you can't eat? This is just more of a rule of thumb of like, yeah, it's probably a better time to cut it off, to leave it there so your body can actually sleep a little bit better because you're not going through digestion. But if you need to, like the other day, I had like my birthday dinner and it was past 8 p.m., Obviously I ate, that was totally fine. And this is something everyone needs to play with. I know some people like having their calories more at night, but if you're like me, you're a snacker, you just want something fun with like whatever you're doing, maybe it's a better rule to kind of have that hard cut off time.
1: Yeah, and the big thing that people don't realize is that like if you're eating like right before you go to bed you know, and your body's having to digest throughout the night, it is definitely something that could affect your quality of sleep. It's been proven over and over again. And if you're waking up and you're not feeling as rested, you know, that could be a small thing, right? That on top of, you know, not turning off your screen, on top of, you know, not having the blackout curtains and stuff like they all add up. But like the thing I really want to pay attention to here, especially when it comes to eating for energy is like, sometimes I'll ask people, they'll say, Hey, you know, of course there's a like there in usually there's a lot of things in combination that are affecting people's energy. I do believe we have to start with one small thing. Um, and then go from there, you know, it's starting with the nutrition and then working into the workouts and then the self-care, which I'm about to talk about, but I find so often I'll ask someone, okay, so what's your nutrition like? And they'll kind of backtrack and be like, oh, well I had fried chicken and fries or like, you know, I just, I had a whole pizza and like, once again, I'll have little things here and there. I'll, I'll follow flexible dining, but I'd say for the most part, if you're constantly going to takeout windows and you're constantly just grabbing the greasiest thing, like you really have to pay attention and just like, you know, once again, it may taste good and stuff like that, but at the same time, there's so many things that just bog you down and then just have no nutritional value and that are just more or less you know I don't want to demonize foods, but they're potentially garbage, right? And it's just it's causing you to just feel like horrible. Like there's no time I've ever eaten a takeout food such as I'll use McDonald's as an example and be like, wow, I feel energized. I feel so good. And there's a lot of things that are similar to McDonald's, not exactly like it, but like kind of you know similar ingredient type stuff, you know made in the matter of two seconds, like just lots of low value stuff. And you, you, eat it and you're like, why, why am I feeling so bad? It's like, we got to take a look at that, right? Not to be harsh here, but it's definitely something I've noticed the hard way. And I see a lot of people making a huge mistake on. Um, and number four is just quite simple. Take your self care seriously. And this will look different for each person, you know, taking care of your mental health, taking care of your rest and recovery, doing things that actually relax you. I think it's so easy to feel guilty, um, to do things that relax you, especially when you think, Oh man, I got to take care of this. And I got to do this. Like I used to really struggle with this thinking that I need to be working 24 seven and just constantly trying to grow and do this and do that. And then I realized that like sometimes being able to just put my feet up and watch a football game or chill in the hot tub and just hang out and and read a bit of a, uh, read a book or something like there's so many amazing things and I know exactly what relaxes me. So I think it's very important to pay attention to that and just really invest into your self care. Once again, it's so easy just to be on the go, 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 go. And then, you know, obviously it is good to let momentum carry, but at the same time, if you're not doing enough of these like cool little hobbies that are like, you know, nice and chill. And just, you know, things that allow you to just, hey, take a few seconds, hang out for a bit. Even journaling is one of the greatest things you can do. Uh, But these things definitely give you more energy. And in my opinion, every time I do it, whether it's going into a sauna, a hot tub, you know, go for a, a nice little chill, whatever. I definitely feel more energized and I feel recovered to be able to tackle that next task. And it's something that helps for sure in the long run. 110%.
0: And, you know, a lot of people go wrong just overlooking the self care. This is like gym. You need to schedule in time for this. You need to plan ahead. You need to set limits. You need to know when you're overextended. And this is a big one. So we definitely really wanted to, you know, be mindful to this because as much as I say, you know, being go, go, go is great. You also need that downtime. You need to make sure you're doing it and massaging out the right things, you know, kind of grappling with your own thoughts by way of journaling, by practicing stillness and presentness in terms of meditation, you know, by actively working on your body, making sure it's rest and recover, that you're doing things that feel good to you. You know, this is going to go such a long way. And you know, while we're at this, I really just wanted to say we wanna help people more one-on-one. So if you don't wanna just pull little bits from the podcast and you wanna have me and Kyle literally get in there and help you find your best way for training, for nutrition, for accountability, for mechanisms and tips to help you 3-5x to your results that you're normally getting in the gym, in your physique, with your nutrition, then this deal is for you. We have a special opportunity for this episode only. If you DM us fired up on Instagram to atcolossisfit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T, We'll have a conversation, see if you're a great fit to be a coaching applicant. And what that means is that you're someone who wants to level up, who has goals and aspirations, who hasn't been able to achieve them. And whatever barriers you have in your way, we're gonna be here to help you break them down and do so confidently so you can see the results not only that you want, but that you deserve. So we have four spots available for this. We want four serious individuals who wanna level level up, have more energy, live longer, look better, feel better, this is for you. So even if you've never really had a trainer before, I promise you this is your opportunity and this is your time. So message fired up to us on Instagram at C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Now into number five, and that is suspend... 15 to 30 minutes getting inspired each day. This has been game-changing for me. So I mentioned earlier, I like going on a walk first thing in the morning with my dog. And I'm all about habit stacking, okay? Why do one thing when you can do two things well? When Kyle's driving over here to go, so we can go to the gym, He's listening to an audiobook. He's getting fired up. When I'm out walking my dog first thing in the morning, I'm growing by listening to a podcast, I'm listening to an audiobook. And then when I'm sitting in the morning doing my work, I put on motivational videos. Yes, I'd love to watch like prank videos and comedy videos and different things like that. But I know I need to prime my mindset to get right for the day. If I'm just starting the day off by listening to these great minds who are giving me inspiration, giving me energy, how could I not be fired up? You know, hopefully we're at number five in this episode. You're already getting inspired, you're already thinking of actionables you could do in your day. You have a mindset of how can I change my schedule so I can live a better life? And if you're doing that each and every day, you're at such an advantage and it just makes you really enthusiastic and hungry for what's to come. So my favorite sources from this are audiobooks, podcasts, books, as well as motivational videos, you know, even just talking to great people, talking to people you respect. It's a great way to really get fueled and have continual energy to go out there and crush your goals.
1: Yeah, super well said. And, you know, I'm just going to jump right into the next one, which is number six, spending less time on your phone. This is a tough one for a lot of people, but let's get real. Our phone doesn't energize us, uh, you know, even just the way that a, a real life conversation or just hanging out with actual people, like it's a whole different story, right? You know, and, and there's a bunch of different principles that I've been focused on. And, you know, just there's so many things like let's get real that drain our energy. And, uh, you know, even just when it comes down to it, like one of the first things i I will say is just using your phone first thing in the morning drains the energy You checking everything that's all you're focused on but like i usually won't turn my phone on for the first hour you know if i have to go somewhere and drive and get directions like that's really the only exception if i need to send a message which is very rare but it's been such an amazing habit that i i truly, I wish I could do it for a couple hours and maybe one day I will, but it's just one of those things that like just spending less time on your phone and spending less time scrolling, comparing all that other stuff, like it drains energy, especially if there's one thing I will say is that when I realize when I, when I'm going on Instagram and TikTok and with all this other stuff, and I, I'm starting to pay attention to so many other things that's happening in other people's lives and what's going on around this place and that place, my energy, it's like a gas tank is just being constantly drained and I'm not able to do stuff for myself. So that's why I try to avoid doing that stuff Um, you know of course there will be a guilty pleasure here and there while indulge in a a video at the end of the night or like whatever it is but I try not to do that especially in the morning especially around lunchtime like usually I will do it a bit later just as a little you know guilty pleasure I think that's totally fair especially as long as you limit it of course Um, and then even just before bed like a lot of people don't realize the impact that it has once again I know we talked about screens and stuff but even just the energy that it gives you the things that you see especially on Instagram like it can be a really cool place but and I will say is like the one thing that I've done a really good job of i think is just having the accounts like that kind of like even if i go into my youtube feed there's like you get recommended the stuff that you pay attention to i get you know some cool car stuff i get some cool motivational videos like it knows what you watch right and that could be the same for instagram tiktok whatever it is that you use i don't know how twitter works but like finding the accounts that motivate you follow that unfollow the things that drain your energy and this alone will go such a long way and it's a very important thing to focus on for sure
0: And then last but not least is to stop entertaining your own excuses. This is to call yourself out on the things that are holding you back. You know, where are you letting yourself say, "Eh, you know, I'm going to cut a corner here. I'm not going to go full out here. I'm going to, you know, whatever. Sleeping in isn't that big of a deal. Skipping my workouts isn't huge. You know, whatever it may be, the things you know that are holding you back that you know if you did them, you'd feel better, and you'd live in alignment with your goals and dreams. These are the things you need to call yourself out on and get after. You know, I know I feel my best when I go on that walk in the morning, when I start my morning right, when I'm listening to things that help me grow, when I'm getting to bed on time, when I'm getting my workouts in. And listen, you can't always be perfect about these things. But when you're truly making an effort, and you have a desire to get these things done and to grow you will be unstoppable you'll be more energized you know one of my favorite quotes and I can't remember where I found it but I have it in a notepad in my phone and it says how can I live a life that I'm too excited to sleep and just thinking about that every day like when you have these big goals when you have these objectives when you're wanting to learn and grow and understand the world when you're wanting to be your fittest self when you're wanting to be you know your most generous and charitable self when you want to be you know the best friend you can be the best partner you can be it's hard not to be energized and excited by life where we're less excited is when we're less inspired when we don't have these goals and we don't have these aspirations when we're not being challenged you know we think it's a benefit to not be challenged just kind of lay there and do whatever but that's how we grow that's how we thrive that's how we develop so when you can call yourself out on your own um, excuses and you get out there find a way to level up and grow you're going to really kind of you know just grow into your whole self you know another great quote i really love that i heard recently is if you want to become a butterfly you got to accept that you got to stop being a caterpillar and i thought that was good because like you got to get out of that mindset of just i'm here but you got to think what can i do to get there and we want to help you do that as we mentioned before so we got four spots available this is your calling you know we're really excited to help some people before the new year show us and yourself that you're serious about seeing the results you deserve because this investment in yourself is going to pay off a thousand times throughout the rest of your life it's going to give you the foundations and the understanding to not only achieve an incredible result but to have that for the rest of your life. So we really hope this episode inspired you and more people will be more energized. If you heard our producer in the background, I do apologize for that. He's very expensive and needy. His name is Bentley and he is my dog and he gets very excited and we navigate him kind of being crazy during the podcast, Kyle's dog being here, our schedules, all these different things. So if you appreciate what we do, please follow us on Instagram, let us know. It always brings a smile, leaving a review. We read every single one and it really does, you know, warm our hearts seeing all the amazing things and the impacts we've had on people's lives just like yours. So thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you in the next episode. Have a great week.